0: Hey there, it's Dusty Thunder here, and I wanted to thank you so much for listening to my podcasts and story compilations. I'd also love to engage with you on my other platforms. I do live multi-streams usually Sunday night, starting at 9 p.m. Central, on YouTube, TikTok, Twitch, and now Facebook. I also do live streams every Wednesday on TikTok, starting at 3 p.m. Central. And you can connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, and at dusty-thunder.com, where you can submit your own story, shop swag, even support our Mission Protect the Cake initiative. If you're not subscribed on YouTube yet, I highly recommend it. Because we post multiple stories there every day, we've rolled out a membership program with exclusive content, and we'll be doing even more in 2024. Thanks again for listening. Enjoy the stories, and may your days stay Ask Free. Hey there, it's Dusty Thunder with another AITA story for you. This one is, am I the astronaut for treating my stepson like an adult? So I, 25 female, have a stepson, Riley, 8 male. My husband, Harry, 29 male, has full custody, and his job has just sent him away for a whole month, so I'm taking care of Riley. Now, I I will admit, I don't know much about children. I'm the youngest person on both sides of my family, and growing up, I spent most of my time in the hospital and getting bullied by cousins, so I genuinely have no clue about what kids get up to. Obviously, I know the basics like homework, playdates, etc., but I never really paid much attention to what Riley did every single day when he had nothing scheduled because my husband took care of them. I asked my husband about how I was supposed to entertain Riley, and he said that I should just let him do his own thing until he says he's bored, but that didn't feel right to me. Like I should bring him home from school and just let him sit in his room with his iPad? That doesn't sound healthy. I decided that I should teach things like baking, card games, board games, etc. So far, he's learned how to make cupcakes with minimal support, and he's learned how to play chess, checkers, and five card games. I've also taught him things like how to lay a table and table etiquette, a few silly little magic tricks, and how to do a really shit British accent to annoy my British father. I made sure he stayed on top of his homework and social obligations too. He spent last weekend with my in-laws, and when I went to pick him up, mother-in-law was very annoyed at me. Apparently, he kept asking her to let him bake all weekend, and he refused to do anything besides card games with father-in-law law all weekend too. She said that I wasn't letting him just be a child and entertain himself because I felt inadequate as a step-parent, which I guess is true. She complained to my husband and she's been pestering him to let Riley stay with them until he's back. My husband is also annoyed with me because he told me to let Riley get up to his own thing and i instead overthought it and they said i was treating him like an adult and stealing his childhood my parents also said that it was weird of me to be so worried about riley keeping himself busy and this all could have been avoided if i chilled out am i the asshole apparently the child didn't mind it apparently riley didn't mind this because when he went to visit the grandparents he wanted to keep going Right? He wanted to keep exploring these things. He wanted to bake. He wanted to play card games. He wanted to do these new things that he had discovered. It is easy as a parent to say, go chill in your room or to let them make that choice and go chill in the room and get on the computer or play Xbox or stare at their phone for hours and hours and hours. I understand that's the easy thing for us as parents to do. And, and we all probably overdo that. Let them do it too often. I think when someone takes the effort and shows the initiative to actually have some constructive quality time with your child, why on earth would that ever be a bad thing? Why on earth would, would letting someone let alone your spouse, spend quality time with your kid and teach them new things, why would that be a bad thing? I have a feeling that OP's husband here wouldn't have said jack shit if his parents hadn't been annoyed. It's because his mom bitched to him that he bitched to her. Otherwise, he probably would have been thankful and would have been like, yeah, that's awesome, cool. I'm glad that you you did those things. If anything, he may have been subliminally annoyed because she set the bar a little bit higher for him for things that he now has to do or should do on his own. Uh, But I think it's a great lesson. You've got someone who who from an outsider third person perspective, even though she's married to him and even though this child is in the house all the time, when when the ball got dropped in her lap, she said, "Okay, what's the right thing to do and did it? And people are pissed at her for doing it. But guess what? If someone gets pissed off at you for doing the right thing, they must not have the kid's best intentions at heart. Doing the right thing can be annoying. The result of doing the right thing can be annoying. It doesn't mean it's not the right thing. OP is NTA. Let's do it. Let's make it official. OP NTA. OP NTA. I just popped straight into that mic. Sorry. Sorry, microphone. And for all of you listening right now that just got air, that just like blasted out of your phone. OP, you are not the asshole. You did the right thing here. It sucks that someone got annoyed about the result of you doing the right thing, but it, it's clearly the right thing to do here because Riley responded so positively to it and wants to keep going with it. If Riley had been like, nah, I, just, I really would just want to go play in my room. I just want to go play Xbox or look at my phone, you know. Kids aren't shy about telling you when they don't like something, right? Like they are not going to be shy about it. And if he was miserable, it would have been very clear. But that wasn't the case, and we know that wasn't the case because he carried the passion for it over to his grandparents who got annoyed by it, and whatever. You did the right thing, and they'll get used to it. If you keep going this round and if you pull your husband into this round and start building at least some structured quality time in there, it will benefit everyone. And eventually, grandparents will become less annoyed by it because they'll get used to it, and they'll be more prepared for it. So don't stop doing the right thing just because it annoys someone. OP not the asshole it is a little bit of a kobayashi maru because if she had just let him sit there she would have been following instructions and maybe there wouldn't have been any one bitch about it uh, but it wouldn't have been the right thing and that was probably the loss (laughs) it's dusty thunder again and i have another aita story for you this one is am i the ass for not telling a friend that her wedding dress is the same pattern as my bedding you did say for not telling a friend not for telling a friend but for not telling a friend this sounds ridiculous and it is but i'm being called out and even got uninvited from the wedding one of my friends, Amber, from high school is getting married. We haven't been close in a handful of years, but she did ask me to be a bridesmaid. She later said it was because myself, her, and her still BFF, let's call her Chloe, were a trio back in high school, so it felt weird not asking me. We went dress shopping with all five bridesmaids made of honor, her mom, grandma, and future mother-in-law. It was a nice time, and we all had brunch, and then she tried on dresses. Her fiance is Catholic, and she wanted a traditional style dress. The one she picked was white with silver embroidery in a pattern that I thought looked familiar but couldn't place it at the time. A week later, I posted a picture of my toddler on my bed. She was lying in a way that made it look like the design was surrounding her perfectly. It looked like it was on purpose and I used my nice camera too. It was a really nice picture. Chloe commented first saying, "aw," but then said, wait, is that Amber's dress? I replied that it was my bedding. She then made a group chat with me and Amber and said, why didn't you say anything to Amber when she bought a dress that has the same design and colors as your Bedding. I said I didn't realize that it was the same. Amber said it's weird that you bought bedding that matches my dress. Oh, for fuck's sake! Come on. Yeah, yeah, that's what happened. I ran out right after the dress fitting, and uh, and you know found bedding that just matched your dress perfectly. And bada bing, bada boop. That's that's what happened. Okay, for for bride here, have some red flag confetti. And I told her that I've had this bedding for three years now. They both demanded that I take the picture of my child off social media, and I said no, so they blocked me, and another bridesmaid said that they told her to uninvite me. I had put the deposit down for the bachelorette party. We split it five ways, and my one-fifth was the deposit, so no one else had to put money down. It's at a resort at a casino, and my family frequents it, so I got us a good deal on a very nice suite. And since I'm uninvited, I canceled the reservation so I could get my money back. Now everyone is saying that I'm an asshole and that I took it too far by canceling the bachelorette reservation. Am I the asshole for not telling a friend that her wedding dress is the same pattern as my bedding? OP in this case, let's go ahead and get it out of the way right up front. OP in this case, not the asshole at all. There's no obligation for you to remember the exact patterns of things and then go check everything in your home to make sure that it doesn't exist in other places there. How is it your fault That a similar, surely it can't be exactly the same, similar pattern and material was used in a wedding dress as your bedding. How can that be your fault at all? and how can it be your fault that you just happened to have that bedding and she just happened to choose that dress you've had it for three years now if bride had ever been to your house and seen the bed whether realizing it or not it would be equally her fault right anybody in the bridal party who had been to your house and who had caught a glimpse of your bed it would be equally their fault as well right for not telling her this thing that you didn't even realize was a thing and then to delete you to block you and to uninvite you because your betting matched her dress and you didn't say anything because you didn't realize it is just a bridezilla level five overkill. Like they think that you were out there being malicious. You know what I did? I went out and bought the same dress, like nine of them, and then took it to a seamstress and had them tear them apart and turn it into a comforter because I just wanted to prove to the world that I'm better than you that special dress that you have yeah i've got nine of them all sewn together and i sleep underneath them is that really what was going through their minds i don't understand how they took this and ran with it so hard and then just excommunicated you like oh that bitch you know she did that shit on purpose you know she went out and found bedding that matched my dress and threw it on her bed immediately what a ho and then to get pissed at you after uninviting you from the wedding which means uninviting you from the bachelorette party to get pissed at you for canceling the deposit, which was your money. It's the only way that you could get it back. I wonder if OP communicated this here with anyone ahead of time and said, hey, you know, since I'm uninvited, I'm canceling this, or she just went ahead and did it. She didn't have any obligation to tell anybody ahead of time because screw them. But if she had let them know ahead of time, it would have given them more of a heads up and made her less the asshole. But also at this point, who cares? This bride is obviously not into like proper decorum or, you know, being polite or anything like that. So the, the rules of the game change. And if you're looking at reciprocity, what you did here was nowhere near as shitty what they did. So let them chew on it. Not the asshole. Hope they have a fun party. I hope you didn't pay the deposit on the stripper too. And if you did, I hope you canceled it. So that way they get the Danny DeVito version of the stripper. You know what I'm talking about from friends when he shows up ladies, someone called the long arm of the law yeah you know what i'm talking about not the asshole uh dodged a bullet on this one probably sounds like it was going to be a real shitty time sounds like a catty bunch (laughs) Hey there, it's Dusty Thunder again with another AITA story for you. This one is Am I the ass Cannot For Not Being Transparent With My Fiance. As a preface, my best friend is my ex-girlfriend. Ah, shit, we'll start those red flags off early. We were together for six years and broke up with no ill will towards each other. We were both 31 years old. Spending so much time together, we maintained a friendship and are very close, talking most days and sharing interests, comics, and anime. We broke up three years ago. Since then, we have both dated other people. Currently, I am engaged. My fiance, 40 female, is currently pregnant with our first child. My fiance knows about my ex and our friendship. Although they have never met, they know about each other. My fiance has showed a nervousness to my being friends with an ex, and I have tried to be as open and honest as possible. A few days ago, I went and visited my friend. I was off work, and my fiance had work. We did not have plans to do anything together. My friend and I got food and watched a movie with her family. Her mom is my second mother and her family is like family to me. We'll do this again. I missed a few texts from my fiance because I wasn't looking at my phone. When I got home that night, my fiance was cold to me and distant. She has been for a few days. Today, my fiance exploded on me saying that she called around and found out that I spent the day with my ex. I never hid that fact. It was never brought up. We have never done that before. My fiance says that this is something that should just be brought up and that I am not transparent and trying to hide something. Am I the asshole for not mentioning that I hung out with my ex? Candy Thunder left us a note here that says, OP says in the comments that these plans were made a week in advance and he still didn't mention them oh no okay the fact that they haven't met is sketchy the fact that op says that his fiance shows a nervousness and that doesn't bother him at all doesn't change anything it didn't change communication it didn't change jack shit that's a red flag and here's the big deal like i understand people can be friends after after being involved in a romantic relationship they're adults they can do this thing however if your partner has a problem with it, you have to address it. You can't just ignore it. That problem just doesn't go away on its own. The smart play here, OP, would have been to communicate through this and been like, hey, uh, we don't have any plans. Thought I might go hang out with my friend for a little bit. Are you cool with that? I just want to make sure that you're comfortable because my allegiance is to you. Also, you're carrying my child, so my allegiance is to you double. The smart play would have been to communicate through it and at least talk about it before it happened. <sighs> Also, if your fiance is carrying your child, you need to make sure that your phone is in a place where you can receive and notice messages quickly. Also, if you're going to be hanging out with your ex, whom your fiance whom is pregnant is not comfortable with you need to make damn sure that your phone is somewhere where you will know instantly if you have a message from your fiance there were a lot of brozo bonehead moves kind of stacked on top of each other here and i'm not saying that him being friends with an ex is a problem because that's entirely possible but the way that he handled the nervousness of his pregnant fiance is not okay being friends with ex okay not nice. Addressing nervousness and just ignoring it and taking the come what may route. Not okay. The night that he got home after all this shit went down, whenever he was hanging out with his ex, he said she was cold and distant. He didn't do the, uh, Hey, have I, have I done something to offend you? Like what? Let's talk about this. He was just like, Oh, okay. She's pissed. All right. I'm going to maintain my distance here and try not to make it any worse by opening my mouth and sometimes that's the play this was not the play though because she still didn't know that he had been hanging out with the ex that day so she had messaged him when he finally got around to answering back which i assume was on his way home or when he got home or whenever he didn't address what he was doing or where he was so he he was concealing the truth here and here, of course, we're getting we're getting his side of the story here, that he wasn't transparent with his fiancee. There's a the difference between not being transparent and concealing the truth, and this feels more like concealing the truth than not being transparent. And in that case, how big of an asshole are you, boy? My friend and I got food and watched a movie with her family. So y'all had a date, a family date. Okay. So as a reminder, the Ascon scale is based on the U.S. military's DEFCON scale. So Ascon one is the worst. Level of asshole, Ascon four is the least severe level of asshole. Four is you could have done that differently. We definitely checked that box. Three is you should have done it differently. Definitely checked that box. Ascon two is you definitely shouldn't have done that. I think we definitely checked that box too because he definitely shouldn't have done this, at least the way that he did it. Does that classify as you should have done it differently? Or does it classify as you just shouldn't have done this? Stroke the beard, we must, and think about this one. I feel like because if he just wasn't transparent and that was the issue, it would be an ask on 3 because he should have done it differently. The fact that he, at least from my perspective here, actively concealed the truth, that makes him an ask on 2 because he definitely should not have done that. I'll make this official. Welcome, sir, to Ascon 2. We hope you enjoy your stay. Your ex is there with her family so you can grab some food and watch a movie and still be the second most severe kind of asshole feel sorry for the fiance here he's got to communicate this kind of stuff if his bestie is his ex your fiance's got to meet her dude You've got to get them comfortable with each other. Otherwise, something is going to give. And I assume you don't want that to be your fiancé who's carrying your child. So, if you don't want to lose your friend and if you don't want to lose your relationship with your fiancé, you have got to get them together and get them comfortable with each other. There is no other way here. And also, stop doing shady shit like concealing the truth or not being transparent. If you take this minimization approach with her like you took with us here, She's going to get more pissed, man. So be real about it. Be honest with yourself about what you're doing and how severe it is and fix it. You have to openly communicate your fiance is pregnant. That phone needs to like shock your brain every time it rings or dings. You have got to be on top of that. And if it really is harmless, you have nothing to hide. So openly communicate. That is the only chance you have of maintaining your friend, maintaining the connection with your ex's family and not losing your fiance who is carrying your child. Please heed this warning, boy. You can do this, but you have to do it right. Otherwise, you're gonna lose everything. There's a very good chance of that. Hey there, it's Dusty Thunder again with yet another AITA story for you. This one is: Am I the askin'ot for keeping my brother's life insurance? Money and asshole goes together like peas and carrots. Janae. I, 40 male, lost my brother, 42 male, Jay, in a car accident a few months ago. Growing up, he was the golden child. He got a full ride to a prestigious college while I had to pay my own way and eventually drop out. He went on to grad school, but I got married and settled down with my wife, 42 female, Brittany, early on. We have had financial struggles which caused us to not be able to start a family. We live paycheck to paycheck in a one-bedroom apartment. Jay always made good money but wasn't lucky in love. He was very picky and while he had some longer one to two-year relationships, he was looking for perfection before getting married. He finally married his wife, 40 female, Mary in 2019. She also made good money like Jay. She also had two children from a previous relationship, now 18 and 19. One is in college and the other will be starting next year. She and Jay also had twin girls about a year ago. Mary and Jay both worked and have a nanny they share with a neighbor for their, for their girls. When they got pregnant, she sold her house where they were living, and he sold his condo that he had been renting out, and they bought a larger family home together. All this to say money is not a problem for them. Or wasn't when he was alive. Right, O.P.? Like I said, Jay passed away recently in a car accident. Mary found out that I was the beneficiary for his 401k and life insurance policy through his employer. The life insurance is 150k but the 401k is much more substantial. He set it up that way years before Mary was in the picture and never changed it. Mary begged me to give her a portion of the money, but I said no. She inherited his part of their house and their joint savings account, which is about 50K. She said that she paid for his funeral and to make it work on her income alone, she will have to sell the house, give up the nanny, put the girls in daycare, and won't be able to help her older kids with college the way they planned. I told her it's not my fault. If he wanted to change the beneficiary, he should have done that, but he didn't, so now the money is mine. My wife and I plan to use money to buy a home and finally start a family. She says her husband's money should go to his children, but she doesn't see that me using the money to have my own children is more important. Our parents think I'm an asshole because the money should go to his kids. I offered to take 50K and put it in a trust for the girl's education, but they said Mary needs the money now. They said the life insurance would pay off their mortgage and the boy's college and put money away for the girl's future, and her income would cover the rest so they wouldn't have to move. But what about my family? question again is am i the asshole for keeping my brother's life insurance yes dude yes what yes okay we're gonna go ahead and fly straight to ask on one here because there is no way that op doesn't get here oh my god okay not only is the guy married not only is he financially You know invested with his partner here but he has twin babies and hadn't updated his beneficiary on anything to be his wife so the brother takes everything and won't give any money to his deceased brother's wife for their children and to recoup all the expenses that come with a funeral and all the changes that are about to head her way that is it's not just Uh, this way of thinking this is an evil way of thinking there's no way that you can look at this situation and be like yeah that's the right thing withhold everything from them screw the 50k they're they're talking about putting in a a trust for education this is a much bigger issue than that did he get into how much the 401k is no life insurance was 150k but the 401k was much more substantial and i want to say that i had heard maybe when candy thunder was talking about it this was north of 500k so he's talking about That 50K is, he's going to keep 90% minimum and thinks that his family is more important. Here's where this gets really messed up. His brother was the golden child and he's been scraping by. So finally, he gets to have a taste of his brother's golden child life because his brother passed away and he didn't freaking update his beneficiary. So OP brother here is treating this like a windfall. He's treating this like it's winning the lottery instead of doing the right thing and diverting those funds back to his brother's children. How the hell could you do this and feel okay about it unless you were just completely ignorant to everything going on around you, unless you had no moral compass whatsoever? How could you ever do this and feel right about it? Like this, if this happened to me, I would come back and I would haunt the shit out of that person until they made it right. This is not okay. This is not okay at all. (laughs) Hey there, it's Dusty Thunder again with my Protect the Cake and Rockin' Some Mid America RV. And I have another AITA story for you. This one is Am I the astronaut for letting my sister walk me down the aisle despite my fiance and his family's objections? I, 23 female, was raised by my older half-sister, 32 female. I never met my dad and our mom OD'd when I was 10 and my sister was 19. Damn. My sister's dad was still in her life and was willing to support her, but not me. My sister chose to be my guardian and her family's father went low contact with her as a result. In order to raise me, she gave up a lot. Her relationship with her father, college, her 20s, and so much more. A few months ago i got engaged and i told my sister that in addition to being my maid of honor i also wanted her to be the one to walk me down the aisle all my life she's had to fulfill so many roles for me big sister mother father friend that it only felt right that those multiple roles be honored on one of the biggest days of my life my sister was ecstatic and so was i but when i brought it up with my fiance, he objected. My future in-laws are very traditional and my fiance had always expected that his wedding would be a very traditional white wedding. He said that it was great that my sister was my maid of honor, but that her having two roles wasn't and that it wasn't appropriate for her to walk me down the aisle since that's usually done by a man. Dude, did you say those words, man? Come on now apparently his family had assumed that my future father-in-law would be the one to give me away since i don't have any male relatives i told him that i appreciate his father being willing to fill that role but that the one who made me the person i am is my sister and so it's right that she be the one to give me away it turned into an argument that spread to my in-laws my mother-in-law called me a few days ago to say that although she understands how important my sister is to me that it's also my fiance's wedding and i shouldn't be putting my sister before him on this day Shouldn't he also not be putting his parents before her on this day? I definitely heard her on that, but this is still important to me. At this point, my sister has even said that she doesn't mind just being the maid of honor and that she doesn't want to turn my happy day into something stressful. So now it's just me holding out on being stubborn. But I really don't want to concede on this point. Am I being the asshole? Edit! I did not expect this to blow up and I haven't been able to read through all of your verdicts and comments yet, but I just want to clarify on some of the inquiries, which I've seen repeated so far. Are the in-laws contributing to the wedding? Yes. In fact, they're paying for about 75% of it since I'm still in school and don't have the money to put towards a wedding. The scale that the fiance wanted. Does your fiance have sisters? No, he has two younger brothers. Did he ask your sister for your hand? He did actually. She also helped him custom design the engagement ring. She showed me their group text and at one point they spent three weeks trying to decide between five different diamonds. Maybe I should just propose with an infinity gauntlet. It was very sweet and cute. What about when you have children? Have you talked about children? Because of a medical condition, I am infertile, though neither of us feel a particular strong urge to be parents anyway. But we also know we're still young and that may change. But even if it does, it would be very far in the future. I know all too well that things happen. People leave or fall down or die. So even if we got to the point of wanting to adopt, it would have to be when I'm financially stable enough that even alone, I'd be able to support and care for a child without it being major blow to my or the child's quality of life. Can you walk down the aisle by yourself? That was my sister's suggestion when she said she was fine just being maid of honor, but I rejected it. Because of her, I never walked alone on the worst days of my life, so I am definitely not going to walk alone on the happiest. Your sister is amazing. She is, as far as I'm concerned, the definition of strength and love, and I am collecting all the kind things you have said to show her because she doesn't realize how amazing she is, and it's a GD crime. Please update us. I absolutely will. You all have given me a lot to think about, including underlying motivations and larger implications. I'm going to be taking a few days to sit with that and with myself and my feelings, but I promise to make an update about how I've decided to move forward. Wow. Okay. Uh, so back to the original question, it was, am I the astronaut for letting my sister walk me down the aisle, despite my fiance and his family's objections? Does the fact that they're paying for 75% of this Give them the ability to veto that. I don't believe that it does. I don't think anybody can veto the bride about the wedding. I don't. And I think anybody who attempts to is treading into dangerous territory. Also, this is the most important person in OP being brought up. Why would you object to this? Why? Why does that have to be a man? Even though this is a traditional wedding, it's it can be everything else can be traditional here. You are not marrying a, a traditional bride, OP. You are you are not a traditional person in the, in the sense of being raised by a, a by platonic parents and having having a normal life, which is which is subjective anymore. Like nobody nobody has a normal life anymore. It is twenty twenty three. Families are blended. That is normal. Um, kids get raised by by other people in the family. That is pretty normal now as well. The rigid structures of this traditional wedding, because he wants a traditional wedding. His parents want a traditional wedding. This, this is going to come down to a matter of control, right? So this is something that means a lot to OP. This means a lot to the bride. In-laws are opposed to it but it's your wedding. Even if they're paying for it, that gives them a say that doesn't give them a final vote. Bride and groom have final vote. And I understand they're butting heads here, but this is about who walks the bride down the aisle. I don't think that the groom gets to veto that. And if he wants to, I think you guys have some stuff to talk about before you actually go through with this process, because this is something that is very meaningful to you. And it is symbolically... Wanting to ignore a part of who you are for this ceremony where he accepts who you are completely. There's a juxtaposition going on here that doesn't make any sense. And it seems like he is just kind of the the ass puppet for his parents here barking against it because it's not traditional. What? You're not going to have a traditional marriage. You don't have a traditional family. Nothing about this is going to be traditional on your side of things. And if that's not what he wants, he's marrying the wrong girl. So this becomes a does he love you? Or does he love the thought of getting married and he's going to have to go to bat to his parents for you and for this relationship because they need to understand that as well. This is not just someone playing a role in a wedding. This is a symbolic representation of someone who was a linchpin in your life. And if they can't respect that, you're going to have much bigger problems in life than the wedding. When you maybe decide to have kids someday in law control, Maybe implemented where you decide to live, where you do holidays, the all of these things could be further controlled if you let them have control in this place. But people not respecting who you are is the biggest red flag of all to me here. So the initial question of, am I the asshole for letting my sister walk me down the aisle, despite my fiance and his family's ob- objections? No, not the asshole. And I think that you need to fight this hard because if they're not going to accept who you are and who you are means all of who you are then you shouldn't be getting married and maybe it needs to come down to that conversation with your fiance here and then he can walk that conversation back to the in-laws when they're talking about a traditional wedding i think you know them saying that it needs to be a man who walks down the aisle kind of gives an insight to what kind of traditional they're talking about there needs to be enough pain presented here where he understands and, and gets his parents to understand, too. It would be completely different. And they wouldn't have a problem with it. Which shows how shallow and shitty this actually is. If Because they want it to be a male. And they even said in here, at least her fiancé, I think, said that it's traditionally done by a man. You don't have a traditional bride here. So, do you want it to be less meaningful? Or do you want your bride to actually feel happy and fulfilled and be... Be satisfied with her wedding. You know, that's that's a pretty important box to check there, pal. The line is, who gives this woman away? And who who did the fiancé ask for permission? Ask for her hand. I think he sealed the deal right then whenever he asked her for OP's hand. He then gave her the nod that she would be the person walking her down the aisle. And if they bucked to that at all, well, as they can't. It's already done. He already done did it. Dreams are curious things. They have the power to inspire, to manipulate, and to kill. Set in 1910 Germany, Adolf is a piano builder who hasn't spoken since he was a boy. His dreams compel him to build a mystical piano that will help him speak again. His mother appears in his dreams to guide him, but there's a cost on this journey. Meanwhile, the piano is unlike any that Mr. Becker, factory manager at Steinberg Pianos, has ever seen. He believes that it will change the entire piano industry. And while it may be the key to everything that both Mr. Becker and Adolf want, it's also an unwitting weapon of darkness. Will Adolf find a way to derail the dark plans that have been set in motion? Find out by reading the book Piano Man by Dusty Thunder, available on Amazon in paperback, hardcover, and soon as an audiobook on Audible. Hey there, it's Dusty Thunder again with another AITA story for you. This one is Am I the Askinah for calling my ex a horrible mother and cussing her out in front of our children after she punished our daughter by taking away her prosthetic. Hold up. Even in the title of this story, it it was like an emotional roller coaster. Am I the asshole for calling my ex a horrible mother and cussing her out in front of our children? Right then, pause. You're like, yeah, dude, don't do that. And then you get, after she punished our daughter, and you're like, yeah, still. And then you hear, by taking away her prosthetic, and you're like, whoa, hold on. Hold the phone. Surely not. Let's find out. My ex and I have an 11 year old daughter and 8 year old son and divorced shortly after our son was born. We are both still single and I get the kids every other weekend. My daughter unfortunately had to have her left arm amputated due to cancer as a toddler and now she has a prosthetic. Our daughter recently got into trouble at school. She helped several of her friends cheat on what's essentially the elementary school equivalent of final exams. This knocked their final grade down a letter, and she got all of them suspended for two days plus three days detention. My ex was punishing her and just asked me to follow the basic guidelines, if nothing else. No electronics, no hanging out with friends, yada yada, which was fine. When I went to pick up the kids on Friday, I noticed that my daughter didn't have her prosthetic. While she doesn't always wear it, she always takes it with her when she comes over. That was odd, so I asked her what was up, and she told her her mother had taken it for the week. You've got to be shitting me. I was enraged, but kept it together at first. I went inside and told her mother to give me her arm, and she said fine, probably because I looked like I was about to have a coronary. As I was leaving I told her I was going to talk to my lawyer about having custody changed and she followed me to the car and said I was trying to spoil the kids and this is why she's misbehaving. I lost it. I called her a terrible mother and went into a bit of a frenzy. I cussed her out in front of the kids. I said if I had my way, she'd never see them again, and said some other very colorful insults. By the time I left, both the kids were crying and we all felt terrible. I don't regret what I said, but maybe it was wrong for the kids to see it. Either way, I decided not to punish my daughter at all for cheating, detention, and not having an arm for four days was enough. Am I the asshole for calling my ex a horrible mother and cussing her out in front of our children after she punished our daughter by taking away her prosthetic? No oh my god okay what i have never heard of taking away an appendage as a punishment let alone an elementary school aged child this is a punishment for cheating for helping her friends cheat on a test she took away her arm i have a feeling that this very quickly ends up in um what's the word I'm looking for? Is this abuse? Is this? I mean, it seems like this would this would be categorized as abuse, and that would be grounds for doing a custody change. At least at least getting a hearing for it and reviewing everything. We don't have any updates or anything from OP here, but but surely authorities have been involved here. I was thinking for a second that Dad was he was picking up. The kids and some of her friends, but no, that wasn't the case. I was like, if, if it was the kids and some of her friends in the car, when all of this was going down, that would have been worse, but it wasn't. It was, it was their two children. Um, I'm sure seeing, seeing parents fight like that and get ugly like that is, is enough to make them cry. It's a scary thing. Um, But, but Opie did the right thing standing up for her here. Someone taking a prosthetic as a punishment is terrible this is also giving gypsy rose vibes right it's like this level of control leads to just leads to a completely unhealthy way of living like it's a pros a prosthetic <laughs> this kid has already had cancer and lost a limb as a toddler maybe maybe you don't ever use the prosthetic as a weapon ever because that's just a shit thing to do. I don't think anybody with a with a functional moral compass would ever contemplate taking a prosthetic limb as punishment for an elementary school child, let alone anybody ever. I mean, unless unless you were getting chased by someone who was trying to kill you or something and they had a prosthetic leg, then you could take that. Because that's in your own survival self-interest. Taking it for nefarious reasons, taking it to to punish someone, taking it to to exert control on someone is never. Okay, never, ever, 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 ever. Okay, uh, NTA for dad OP here. We are very quickly going to get to mom though. I don't know that we need to reference the scale because I think we all know how shitty this is and it goes straight to the top. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, no, someone who would do this to their own kid. You know you know what honey you really pissed me off today i'm going to send you to school without your arm i just want you to feel completely embarrassed it's not embarrassing enough or hard enough to adjust as a as an elementary school kid in a class where you're the only one who has a prosthetic arm i'm going to take it from you now op does say that she doesn't always wear it so there she's she's used to not wearing it apparently so it was at least easier for her it wasn't a, you know it wasn't like she had worn it every day all day um and then just one day showed up without it that doesn't matter. It doesn't make it okay at all. I'm I'm at a loss. I'm at a loss for words here. I didn't know that there were people this sh- shitty out in the world. I mean, it would have been great to be able to hold it all together and to, you know, have this conversation in private. That would have been ideal. Confrontation in front of kids is never ideal. But if you are defending your child, I think that there are times when you just, you have to. And there are times when that's also beneficial to them. Obviously, conflict isn't good for them to see, but to see someone standing up for them is. I think you know where I'm going with that. It's to know to know that someone has their back and to know that someone will do right by them and to know what's not okay and to see a parent especially draw, draw boundary and say, this is not okay. You will not do this to my child. I think is healthy for them. It sucks seeing the parents fight. And I'm sure it was scary. But seeing that someone has their back is a big deal. So there is there is a silver lining to it. Candy Thunder finds all these stories. And whenever she whenever she finds them, sometimes I'll hear her reactions to them as you go. And I and, and again, I, I never read these stories until we're actually recording them, so that I have um I have a blind react basically. But um but sometimes I'll hear her talking about them or she'll give me the the cliff notes versions of it. And most of the time it's this reaction. It's just like a, what the f-? what is happening out there in the world? I do not understand. I don't understand. Obviously it got to a point where, where they were frightened and they, they didn't like to see that. And I think kids normally, you know, don't like to see their, their parents fight like that. And I'm not condoning it. I'm not, I'm not saying that, that that was the way to go. It would have been much better to do that a different way. However, at least his daughter saw him standing up for her it's the silver lining in it it's not it's not a good thing to have happened but at least she saw somebody standing up for her and that is that is a big deal Hey, it's Dusty Thunder with yet another AITA story for you. This one is a follower submission, so OP, if you happen to be in chat and want to raise your hand here, uh, feel free to. OP is original poster. This is a follower submission, and it is titled, Am I the Askonaut for Threatening to Uninvite My Mom from My Wedding if She Can't Be Civil with My Dad and Stepmom? I-25 Female just got engaged to my fiancé, 27 Male, and we couldn't be more excited. We haven't set a date yet, but I love to plan, so I've already begun researching venues, themes, food, etc. My mom, 58 Female, was very eager to help us as well, so we set up a lunch date to start discussing some logistics. The problem is that she spent almost the entire lunch talking smack about my dad 59 male and stepmom 56 female my mom and dad had a very messy divorce when i was a little kid and have been on bad terms ever since my mom couldn't stand it when a few years later my dad remarried and my brother and i had another maternal figure in our lives so there's just a lot of bad blood all around I know all you T-Swift fans right now are singing the song in your head. I think all three parents have done things over the years that they shouldn't be proud of, but nothing to the point where I wouldn't want any of them there. I was brought up Jewish and had a bat mitzvah when I was 13, which is the last time the three of them were in the same room, and to say it was a disaster would be an understatement. My mom can be very strong-willed and stubborn, and she ended up getting drunk at my bat mitzvah and picking a fight with my stepmom to the point where my stepmom was almost in tears. I was so upset that I couldn't even enjoy my party with my friends because the stress literally made me sick to my stomach. Because of this, my stepmom wouldn't come to my high school graduation because my mom was going to be there. with my stepmom isn't amazing but she did a lot for me growing up and i would like for her to be at my wedding at lunch my mom started going off about how she's not giving you away with your dad and it should just be me giving you away she started listing off reasons to why i shouldn't even invite my stepmom and i ended up cutting lunch short because i simply couldn't deal anymore with the negativity it began weighing on me for a few days and i decided to nip things in the bud before they start I called my mom up and told her that I love her and I would love her help with planning the wedding but she needs to put the conflict aside because it's not fair to me or my partner. She went off telling me that I should be sticking up for her and I shouldn't expect her to be civil with someone so horrible. I clapped back and told her I'm not having a repeat of my bat mitzvah. This is about me and my fiance and nobody else and we deserve to have a happy, fun, and drama free wedding. Boundary created. Nice job OP. I explained that there will be plenty of people there in enough space that they don't need to interact if they can't be cordial to each other. My mom just kept arguing with me. I finally said, if you are going to deliberately create problems, then I don't even want you there. You need to be civil, and that's final. Let me know what you decide. And hung up the phone. She blew up my phone for almost an hour, but I didn't have the energy to entertain it. I told my dad and stepmom what happened and she offered to sit the wedding out too. I told her it's her decision, but I would like for her to be there if she's comfortable. My fiance doesn't have much input. He says he just wants me to do what I think is best for everyone. A lot of my friends agree with my decision, but many of my relatives are chewing me out for what I said to my mother. My mom is an amazing mom. She cares a lot, but she can be very closed-minded and it makes her act irrational sometimes. My dad and stepmom were not the best emotional support growing up or even now but i can't picture not having them there on my big day am i the asshole for what i said to my mom no op nope we'll go ahead and do this no not the asshole at all you created a boundary You created a boundary and you set expectations and those expectations had to be set because she couldn't control herself even in a planning conversation here and indicated that she had no plans to control herself at the actual wedding. So what the hell did she expect you to do? Also, your family members that are pissed off for what you said to your mom are only pissed because they got your mom's version of the story. And they got that version when she was all fired up. And I guarantee you, she went and victimized herself to them and said, what a horrible person you were and how she can't believe that her own child talked to her like this and blah, 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 blah. She never said any of the shit that she did to cause that reaction. Don't worry about them. (laughs) Treat treat this like a T-Swift concert right now. You may have to have security there. You will definitely have to be very deliberate in keeping them apart. But if your mom cannot agree, and I'm talking like, sign a f- document, agree to behave and to not stir any shit at your wedding, that she can't be there. There is way too much risk involved. And why the hell do we have another mom trying to ruin their child's wedding day by making all the shit about them? This day is not about her and her ex And his wife. It is not about them at all. It has absolutely not a goddamn thing to do with them. It is about you. It is about your fiance. It is about the new life that you are starting. And if they want to be a part of that life, everybody has to play nice this day. At least this one day. One day, mom. That's all we're asking. One day, don't cause a big drama shit show. One day, don't make everything about you. One day, get over it at least pretend to be over it and you lock in with her like this and you don't blink ever until she signs the f***ing document it's starting to sting now i think we see this kind of story repeat itself very often it's because moms for whatever reason don't remember what it's like to have like a wedding day or maybe their moms did the same thing and tried to spoil their wedding day but it's like a wedding day rolls around and they're like oh there, will there be a spotlight there there, there will be spotlights it's a chance for me to shine. You have to have a very You did a good job creating this boundary. I think you have to follow it up and reaffirm it and not budge at all. If you change and if you give on any any tiny portion of this, she will just rip right through the rest of it. So you have to stay strong if if anything maybe get stronger with your restrictions here i don't know how to pull that off i'm just telling you if you show any kind of weakness here you will get railroaded the narrative right now that is happening with the rest of your family that's pissed off is because it's her narrative she's controlling it right now you can take control of that narrative which might not be a bad idea, and to let them know that you have created these guidelines that she has to agree to in order to attend the wedding. You're not excluding her, you're just asking her to behave. You're right, you shouldn't have to ask her to do that. And as you're talking to your family, you could be like, you wouldn't expect me to have to ask this grown ass woman to behave herself on her own child's wedding day, but here we are, pen and paper in hand, because mama loves the spotlight and still, still isn't over the split. Says when she was a little kid, the bar mitzvah was the first time that the, a big shit stink started. And that was when OP was 13. Uh, she is 25 now. So it's been at least 12 years since the split happened. At least 12 years. Mom, you got to get over it, at least for one day. It doesn't matter how messy the divorce was. This is your child. And this is your child starting a huge chapter in their life. And if you make this all about you, your child will never forgive you. And maybe, OP, you need to explain that, too. Maybe you need to say, look, if you cause any shit, I will never forgive you. In fact, I'll go no contact. You may have to threaten enough pain to create a change in her behavior. Make that your outgoing recording. Your, uh, your voicemail welcome, your voicemail greeting. Hi, if you're calling to use me as a punching bag because my mother has reached out to you with her victimized version of the story, please press 1. And then go f*** yourself. OP. You are not the asshole for threatening to uninvite your mom from the wedding because she couldn't even behave in the planning session here. Shows no signs of attempting to control herself for the actual event. You had to create a boundary. Creating boundaries is not a bad thing. The kicker is you have to actually stick to it or this all falls apart. And you can control the narrative. You can take more control of this situation. It's your freaking day. But you cannot show weakness at all. You cannot cave at all. Otherwise, this whole thing falls apart. The whole thing could just fall apart. But where would mom from the last story be here? Problem is she spent almost the entire lunch talking smack about my dad, 59. So and it's been at least 12 years. There was something she said in here that I think is the nail in the coffin. At lunch, my mom started going off about about how she's not giving me away with my dad and it should just be her giving me away. She started listing off reasons to why I shouldn't even invite my stepmom and I ended up cutting lunch short because I simply couldn't deal with the negativity. So OP called her and said that she needed to put the conflict aside and that she, uh, the mom went off telling her that she should be sticking up for her and shouldn't expect her to be civil with someone so horrible there it is that's the part I was looking for mom said here that she shouldn't expect her to be civil right there saying I have no plans of being civil if stepmom is there so where does that put her on the Ascon scale here I feel like we're we're at least at an Ascon too I don't know I feel I feel like not even being willing to check yourself for your child's wedding, for something for a split that happened 12 years ago when you know that person needs to be there you know that at least for your child that person needs to be there you got to be able to put your own bullshit aside you have to be able to put your own bullshit aside not cause a stink not try to make the day about you and not potentially ruin your child's wedding day the fact that she has no plans to be civil if that person is there puts her in ask on one for me take a trip Take a trip, Mom. You may not be going to a wedding, but you sure as hell are going all the way to Uranus. Like a wedding, it has rings. Unlike a wedding, it does not have cake hey there it's dusty thunder again and i have another aita story for you actually this is a best of reddit update and this is a whopper of a story it's a long one so it's likely to get chopped up into a part one and part two because the story itself is going to be over 10 minutes possibly potentially probably we'll see this one is a best of reddit update and it is titled am i the ask not for telling my daughter to get over what happened in the past I am new on reddit so for some background and context i 54 female have one daughter ella 28 female with my ex dylan 57 male dylan and i amicably divorced when ella was only four years old a few years later i married my now husband jack 55 male he was a single dad of two kids jason 25 male and sophie 27 female jack and i also have a daughter bella 17 female this is about sophie and ella i always thought since they were closer to the age they would get along really well and i was right they were like best friends and we were really happy in our blended family when ella was in college she met this guy brian 30 male at a cafe where she worked they started dating i was happy for ella brian proposed to ella in front of our whole family and it was very romantic everything was fine until one day ella came to our house screaming at sophie she claims that sophie had been sleeping with brian I told her she must be joking. Sophie would never do that to her. There was a lot of screaming until Sophie finally said that she and Brian are in love. Oh boy, here we go. We're only in the first paragraph of this and we already hit this level of drama. Oh my gosh. This caused more commotion. We did have an extremely hard conversation with Sophie. She showed her remorse and was very guilty. We tried to talk to Ella. That Sophie was sad and maybe she should forgive her. But Ella was having none. She went on to more screaming and bashing all of us that we are abandoning her and picking Sophie. That is not the case. I tried to make it as peaceful as possible, but Ella didn't want that. When Ella and Brian broke up, he started dating Sophie. They got engaged within a year. Sophie wanted Ella to be her bridesmaid, but Ella just said, Over my dead body! I thought it was really cruel of her to say that and she is being petty by holding on to the past anger needless to say she didn't come to the wedding rather she left the city to live with her father she didn't contact us much except for bella i thought she might need some time to cool off but i was hurt that she kept us out of her life we only got some insights from bella and jason she would only send me cards on my birthday but hardly ever spoke to me i think it was unfair One day, she came to our place. Sophie and Brian were also there. She gave us an invitation card to her wedding with someone named Ray. I don't know much about him. She didn't even include us in the wedding party. Plus, the venue was a four-hour drive. And the hotels in that area are expensive. We did agree, but at the last moment, Jack got sick, and I had to cancel it. Oh, no, they didn't... Okay, okay, okay. Well, just uh, go ahead and sprinkle some more of these on here, too. When I told her the reason I cannot come to her wedding, she told me to not bother. She made the right choice by not including me in her wedding. She knew I was a bad mom. It really bothered me. I always wanted to be by her side, but the place and time she was getting married was not compatible for us. That was two years ago. She never contacted us again. A few weeks ago, my daughter Bella showed me a post on Instagram that Ella was pregnant. She posed with her stepmother with a caption like, she will be a good grandmother. I was furious. How can she forget her whole family here? So I called her from Bella's phone and wanted an explanation. She replied that since I never bothered to be at her wedding, I don't deserve to be in her kid's life. She said it is not just her wedding. She claims that I've never been supportive of her, that I don't care about her. She went on to blab that she never felt like she had my support. Even when she got cheated on, I chose my stepdaughter over her. I told her it was not fair for her to hold that against me till now because it was six years ago. She has moved on and Sophie has moved on as well. She is being petty by holding on to something that happened years ago. So did I do anything wrong? Edit. Look, I did not abandon Ella. I tried to be there for her. When she and Brian broke up, I went to her place to support her almost every day. I think it is just silly to hold on to something that happened years ago. I get that she didn't want to be a bridesmaid, but she could have attended the wedding. I never pressured her. Yes, I was disappointed, but if she politely declined, I would have never thought it was cruel. And I tried my best to attend her wedding. We booked the hotel too, but Jack got really sick. We did apologize and promised to make it up to her in some ways, but she rejected it. Update April 30th, 2023. Hi guys, this is Bella, 17 female, the half-sister of Ella. So basically, I'm writing this update to clear things out. Basically, this whole argument with Ella being pregnant happened two months ago. There have been fights and crying from my mom's part. I tried my best to explain to her that what she did was over the line and she cannot expect Ella to be okay with it after she, my mom, hurt her. My mom still insists Ella is being unfair. She thinks every other person would agree with her, LOL. So I gave her just that. I have been on reddit for 3 years. I have seen how people tear apart people like my mom. So I told her that she should post it anonymously on reddit. I did help her in the steps to make sure she includes everything but she still left out some parts. I challenged her that nobody thinks she is right after the shit she pulled. It was hilarious to see my mom reacting to the comments. She genuinely thought people would be on her side haha. She read the comments for three hours. You guys even PM'd her and those were the cherry on top. Seeing how people actually see her, she literally cried her eyes out. She is still in denial and keeps saying, they don't know anything. Well, she had a breakdown of how cruel some comments and PMs are. My dad came home and saw mom crying and scolded me for airing our dirty laundry. My mom demanded that i delete it instead i deleted the reddit app from her phone but now i am writing this for you guys i must say reddit doesn't disappoint i have been reading all the comments they are entertaining my mom refuses to look at them she has a lost cause i am here to clear things out a bit i am the observer of my family so i have observed a lot of things first of all my mom didn't cheat with my dad as far as i know since some of you were suggesting that the divorce with ella's dad was amicable but that's what i heard My mom has this weird obsession with having twins. She always wanted twin girls, but that never happened. Since Sophie and Ella are almost the same age, my mom pretended that they were twins. I think she created this whole fantasy in her mind that Ella and Sophie will do everything together and have a matching life. Though Ella and Sophie never had bad blood, they were far from being twins. They're like normal people, but my mom still wanted the twin lifestyle for them. Also, just like you guys pointed it out, Mom is the type of person who is family comes first. She wanted Ella to forgive everything and be okay with Brian and Sophie so that she, my mom, can show it off to people that in our family we always forgive and forget no matter how shitty the other person is. And Ella was ruining that Disney musical fantasy for my mom. My dad only cared about his bio daughters. Though he was never mean to Ella and always loved her, blood always came first to him as well. Jason pretty much doesn't give a shit. He and Sophie were not that close. Neither was Ella and him. I am close with Ella. The only reason I showed that Insta post is so that I can show my mom what Ella is doing. She always asked me about her life. I thought this would bring some form of accountability from her part, but no. As you can see, I was wrong, and I take full responsibility for it. Second thing, Mom and Dad did berate Sophie for her affair with Brian. Sophie started Waterworks... That she will do anything to gain forgiveness from Ella. Sophie even said she will cut off all contact with Brian, but Ella was having none of it. I think my parents got manipulated by the fake waterworks of Sophie, and that's why they kept pushing for the forgiveness on Ella. And you guys asked what happened to Jack, my dad. Well, he fell down the stairs and hurt his back. I wasn't there because I was a bridesmaid at Ella's wedding, so I spent the whole week there in town. Sophie and Brian were not invited. Jason was out of town too, but I still think if mom made an effort, she could have easily gone to the wedding. She did try to say sorry and offered to pay for their honeymoon, but I don't think that's enough. I mean, it was her daughter for God's sake. Lastly, my mom lied. Sophie and Brian are not a happy couple, lol. They look like they are on the brink of divorce. My mom still has no idea that Brian cheated on Sophie with a stripper at his bachelor party. Sophie forgave him because it was his bachelor party, so it doesn't count. I knew that she also cheated on him at her bachelorette party too. I don't have the evidence, but I just know. I'm ago, to go, Sophie decided that she would also try for a baby. I'm willing to bet that Brian will skip town when that happens, or he might not be the father, but we shall see. Also, I am sorry for dragging you guys into my family drama. I just wanted my mom to see that she is wrong. Even she tried to save her ass by replying, but you guys gave her a new one. I was a little skeptical about posting here because I know a lot of you guys would think this is fake and not give proper replies. And sorry if you felt deceived that someone else coerced OP to make a post. So I am being clear once and for all. The first post was made by my mom. This update is being written by Bella, the youngest siblings. If you guys have any questions, I will try my best to answer them. Holy moly! This family is shit, man. Mom's got some issues. We'll just start there. Mom, mom has some issues. Uh, this whole utopian family picture, her her Disney musical family with her fake twins. You know that's a, that's a little bit concerning. Wanting family to forgive and forget and be together, I understand that, but just completely minimizing the severity of what happened and not acknowledging that that Ella that Ella's feelings were valid and that her ire was valid just just minimi- minimizing that and brushing it away completely is the play that caused the rift that caused the chasm that caused the no contact that caused her disney dream to just fall apart this this story makes all of our families feel normal going to the effort to to make all this happen so that she she exposed her mom and tried to do it in a way that would wake her mom up by causing enough pain to create the change, but it didn't work. It just, she just thinks that nobody understands. Nobody gets it. They're just internet people. Um, And while we'll never have the full context like they do and they live it, having that outsider perspective has to be enough to plant seeds of doubt. And I think what, what we might see here, OP Bella, is sure she's in denial right now but over time those comments and seeing that and and feeling like she got exposed may start to shake things loose a little bit maybe she'll start to second guess her her decisions and her thoughts and her worldview we'll see what happens here but I'm sure that getting exposed and and you know hearing that your worldview is completely is not an easy thing to hear and is not something that you would immediately be like oh you know what you're right my worldview is shit. So I'm going to change everything right now. It's not like that. It's going to be a painful, painful process. But this was a big step in the right direction. I think this was the right play by Bella, the youngest daughter, convincing mom to do this post so that she so that she sees from a an unbiased third party how wrong she is. I had to put it in the nicest way possible. Okay, the initial question was, am I the asshole for telling my daughter to get over what happened in the past? Yep, sure are. Where would you put Mom here? Are we flying all the way to Ascon one? So I mean, I understand wanting wanting your family to be one big happy family, but but that move where she minimized Ella's feelings. when it was clearly a massive deal, even to the point where she said, no, your sister would never do that to you. You must be mistaken. And then it was true. it wasn't a oh. That's truly terrible. I understand how you feel. You must be enraged. This is unforgivable. It was a get over it. Good job, mom. I don't know why my daughter won't talk to me anymore. Oh, and I missed her wedding as well. I don't know why we're not close. I don't understand. Yeah, we'll go ahead and take her on a trip. She couldn't make the wedding, but she did make her flight to ask on what? Please fasten your seat belts. You'll be landing on planet Ascon One here shortly. Please enjoy your stay. And instead of you know when you get out of a plane like at Hawaii or something, where they put the lay on you, in this case they just put like the rings of of Uranus on you. Just boop. There you go. Hello. There you are. That's an asshole ring. You are the asshole. You are the weakest stink. Yeah. Mm-hmm.